You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. This is the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number, of course, is 800-259-9231. And as always, you're invited to bring up, well, whatever you'd like. That's the point of the program. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. And as always, joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Well, our website, by the way, is freetalklive.com. You can go there and get interactive with uh, the show in various different ways. But the main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. So uh, you see the stuff there on the main page was all added by listeners like you and voted on by listeners like you. It's a vote that actually counts. You can go to vote.freetalklive.com or excuse me, not not vote.freetalklive.com. No, don't go there. As a matter of fact, go to freetalklive.com to get interactive with our various different features. The vote thing we used to do a long time ago. We don't really do that anymore. Yeah, your brain's pulling up some old information. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So freetalklive.com, get interactive. It's free, unlike those other big talk shows out there that want to charge you for their websites. We do it for free. You'll probably find more for free on our site than you'll find behind their paywalls. Go see for yourself, freetalklive.com. So, uh, tonight, I wanted to cover something that uh, we mentioned last night, but we didn't get a chance to get to. Last night, there was a news story that we did share about the Girl Scouts. Uh, Another Girl Scout, a couple of Girl Scouts, has been attacked by the government or threatened with an attack by the government. Because that's what the government does, uh, is they, they, they threaten people, and then they will attack you if you don't do what they... Generally, they will attack you if you don't do as they demand. In this case, though, the heroic Girl Scouts, a 14-year-old and 16-year-old and their mother, decided to stand firm. They were selling cookies in their front yard from a stand of some sort. Uh, they were successfully selling those cookies. And well, drew- I, I, have you ever heard of an unsuccessful Girl Scout cookie operation? I mean, they'd have to set up you a, hear about it? in a field. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could not be successful selling Girl Scout cookies. Right, with, so, with the uh, with the authority of the the little green uniform that they've got and the, the, the delicious cookies, plus mom standing there, kind of leering at any, you know looking at anyone sideways who might walk by and not buy cookies. I mean, yeah. It's a strong social and uh, stomach driven uh, sort of situation. Absolutely. Although, unfortunately, in this case, some busybody neighbor decided that uh, he or she did not like the Girl Scouts and lodged a complaint with the local city government. I believe this was in the St. Louis area. And so the city government decided to send a threatening letter to mom and to let her know that if she did not cease and desist with the selling of these Girl Scout cookies from their front yard, that they would possibly bring a court action against her. Municipal court summons of some sort, which means that if she didn't go to court, they would come and uh, send men with guns after her. And That's how it goes, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and if she didn't pay the fine, that they would likely put her in a cage. Because, you know, again, uh, it, people don't like to, to hear it generally, but George Washington's quoted as uh, saying something to the effect of, and I don't have the quote right in front of me, but government is not eloquence. It is not uh, – uh, it's nothing but force. It is yeah. like uh, fire. It is a terrible it, – it's a dangerous slave and a terrible master. So – you know, that's what government is. Government is force. It's the threat of throwing somebody in a cage. And if they don't want to go, they'll taser them or shoot them or whatever they'll do. And normally when those threats are lodged in this case or in, in, in most cases, uh, people will obey. They will dutifully put their head down and say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You caught me. Oh, darn. And they'll just go ahead and go along with whatever it is that the state asks. In this case, they didn't. Mom stood strong with her daughters and she said, Screw you. Well, I don't know if she said that, but uh, effectively, that was her message to the state. We're going to continue selling our Girl Scout cookies. What are you going to do about it? 
So she actually did continue on, and they continued to sell out their entire stock, wrapped up their operation for the year, and they're done. Whether the city will actually follow through on their threat to come after them remains to be seen. As of this point, uh, they have not done so. And she continue, She will continue to sell more Girl Scout cookies next year as well. She's got a five-year-old. We talked in detail last night about how heroic that is and how I wish that uh, more people would do those things, would refuse to obey when the government demands ludicrous things like this. It's you certainly sh- dangerous. You should be able to do business from your property, if it is indeed your property. A group of people calling themselves city councilors sitting in a room somewhere that you probably don't even know these people deciding for you that you can't do business on your property. I think that's an insult to the idea of human freedom. And so I would like to encourage more people to do so. And there's a gentleman over at LouRockwell.com who's written up a neat little piece called American Fear, which I think really encapsulates uh, this discussion that, uh, that we're having in general about people being so cowardly. So docile and so obedient to this governmental uh, system that we have. So Don writes, whether they realize it or not, Americans live in a constant state of fear every day. Now, I'm not referring to the fears of everyday life like losing a job or having an accident of some kind, but rather a more sinister and devious fear. A fear that Americans only dare talk about around the water cooler or at cocktail parties so as not to be taken seriously. A fear they try to mask with a whimsical tone of sarcasm or indifference. Whether Americans want to admit it or not, it's the single greatest fear in their lives. Fear of the government. I don't know, it might be right behind fear of death. But then again, government can bring death, so it's certainly... I don't think people even consider government to be a fear, generally. They don't even think of it that way. They follow the rules that they follow, uh, because in most, in many cases, these rules are relatively good rules. I mean, you need speed limits. Admittedly, the government's speed limits are, say, too low, and they've got you know, they're con- sort of enforced in an arbitrary fashion so that they can get a bunch of money out of you to do it. But, they, you know, they, they we need systems, codified systems to prevent people from, say, hurting each other or not, not prevent them, but punish people to hurt each other. Things like that. No, you don't. You don't need tomes and tomes of uh, laws to do that. All you need is do no harm and honor your agreements. Yeah. Um, you know, but you th- there should ought to be some specifics in certain instances. Also, um, there's some harm that's greater than others. So you need to, you know, each case should be taken on an individual basis. You don't need to have a bunch of laws for that, Mark. In fact, when you create laws for those things, it actually inevitably creates loopholes and uh, situations where the law doesn't really apply sure very accurately and things get very confusing. So uh, right about now, there are those saying to themselves, well, Don Cooper's a drunk. To which I reply, what's that got to do with it? Maybe more people should drink if that's what it takes to sober up and confront what they're really afraid of. In their defense, I'll admit that reality is scary. No argument that living in a delusion is warmer, safer, cozier, and easier. Pretending is always more fun than reality. That's why we go to the movies. But fear of the government is a fear that invades a person's soul. And since the government intervenes in every aspect of our lives, it affects every move we make every day. Fear of the government is hard to recognize and acknowledge, and I think this ties into what you're saying, Mark. They, they may not be aware that that's what they're really afraid of. It's a fear that we're taught early on in life and to which we become accustomed. We inevitably end up tucking it away in the far reaches of our minds in order to function normally every day and live our lives. But just as a car backfiring will trigger a sense of fear from a shell-shocked veteran, so too can the state trigger that sense of fear that they've instilled in us. One need only ask... When you see a cop in your rearview mirror with his lights on, do you feel a sense of safety and comfort? Or do you get a shot of adrenaline from your body's fight-or-flight reflex? What about you, Mark? 
I, you know, I think I think most Americans would say that that uh, that you know the those little blue lights in the rearview mirrors scare people. I'd say with that one question, Don has nailed it, and and that's a question that we've asked before on this uh, on this program. Because if the police are really there to protect you, as they claim to be, then you should feel just peachy when the police pull. Well, hello there, officer. Thank you so much for pulling me over today. How can I be of assistance? But that doesn't happen because you know in somewhere back there that these people could hurt you. That they are going to, they're likely going to aggress against you. And that they're going to, at the very least, take money from you. Well, you know, um, nobody wants to be bad, right? And the idea is is that you go faster than the speed limit, you're bad. That's nonsense. It, it, you know, I think that the speed limits are artificially low. I tend to believe that. Also, I think if that you're they, driving unsafely, you're bad. But driving above the speed limit is clearly not unsafe, as millions of Americans do it every day. Yeah, safely. they do. Um, you know, it's, it's it's amazing. They're out on there on the interstate. The speed limit's uh, seventy. They're going eighty-five, and. You know, somehow or another, we all seem to function that way. There are places where speed limits, uh, you know, have been higher than this. And, well, you know, you don't want to be in an accident on the interstate at going 90 miles an hour or whatever it is. 90 seems high to me. Mm -hmm. But most people don't get in accidents on the interstate. Most accidents are where cars cross paths. Parking lots. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. So how afraid are you of the government? And do you ever think there's going to be something you'll do about it? Or you just cower your whole life and be obedient and do whatever it is they tell you to do? We'll continue exploring the idea here in a moment. Also, we'd love to take your thoughts. You can also bring up anything you'd like. It is a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com lc9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's this uh, SACL CAI toll-free line. And what is SACL CAI anyway, Mark? SACL CAI is a company that uh, handles accounts receivable for other companies. Most people didn't get into their business in order to do collections and send people bills and things like that. SACL CAI will handle that. They're also a big supporter of Free Talk Live, have been for years. Go see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL, C-A-I. We're talking about fear. We'll take your calls here in just a moment, but uh, I think Don Cooper here from LouRockwell.com has a few more provocative questions to ask. It's certainly provocative. I've got to say that about this. I, I completely agree with his perspective here. The reason why most people go along with what the government demands uh, is because they're afraid. It's not because they agree with the state, because everybody's I got think, their disagreements. Uh, in, indeed, they have uh, disagreements, but that doesn't mean they disagree with the state entirely. I think there are a few people, Mark, that uh, are statists and that they believe in the system so thoroughly that they don't mind being abused by it because they've told themselves a story that it's okay and that this is what the price we have to pay for freedom, whatever the kind of contradictory statement they're making to justify uh, going along with this criminal enterprise. So there are certain – I'm not saying everybody thinks this way, but most people, I believe, 
uh, are acting out of fear when they're responding to what the state does. So to prove it, he says, you know, when you see a cop in your rearview mirror, how do you feel? Do you feel a sense of safety and comfort or do you get a shot of adrenaline from your body's fight or flight response? Do you immediately start asking yourself what he could possibly pull you over for, other than the fact that he was abused as a child, bullied at school, and his mother didn't love him, and oh now God, he's going to whittle that, away? Talk about provocative. I mean, this guy's you know talking about people he's never even met. And now he's going to whittle away at that chip on his shoulder by abusing you as you search for your proof of government permission to drive. Well, Mark, I mean, you're... I understand you're standing up in that case to defend uh, the other side, but it's I'm true just, in a lot of cases. I, mean, I don't. We've I, talked you to, don't know what's true. We've talked to police officers. Yes, I do know because I've talked to police officers and a former police trainer that Who will tell that you I, that I've been beat up at school. That they will tell you that the quality of the police recruits uh, continues to go down, and that many of these people are badge heavies who were likely abused as uh, as children or uh, were bullied in school and are now getting you know, or they were the bullies and now they're kind of paying people back. I mean, that's not an uncommon story um, i will certainly say that there's probably too many positions for police officers and what that results in is uh, some people that would otherwise not have been police officers being them that uh, perhaps you know don't fit the psychological profile that would be best for the job as you search for your proof of government permission to drive i.e your license and your government permission to own the car i.e your registration and your proof of government mandated insurance unless you're in new hampshire where you don't have that uh, do you uh, do you do so calmly and with a smile on your face and with a gleeful anticipation of speaking with someone who gives himself to serve and protect you or gives up himself to serve and protect you? Or do you do so nervously, fumbling through your papers, hoping everything's up to date and acceptable to him for fear of being detained for whatever reason and having it affect your job, your family and every aspect of your life? I don't think most people imagine that they're going to be thrown in the back of the police car um, when they have an encounter with a police officer on the road. Well, if you're driving uh, while suspended, there's a good chance that you could be uh, arrested for that. Well, it's it's true, but who knows? Uh, you know, many people, uh, the, many people arrested for driving for suspended don't even know that their license is suspended. That's what I'm telling you. But um, you know, nobody imagines that's also because they don't know. They don't imagine that's going to happen to them. Well, I don't know what they imagine, Mark. Different people are different. And when it's all over, do you feel glad that it happened, or are you just glad it's over? Later that evening, do you recount the story to others with a sense of pride, or do you do so with a sharp tongue and kick yourself for all the things you wish you would have ha- uh, had the presence of mind to say at the time but didn't? Do you feel happy? Oh, because sn- smart answers to cops is a good idea. I don't think he was suggesting smart answers. Maybe questions would be, uh, would be appropriate. In fact, if, if you're answering questions, you're losing. Answering the police's questions is not generally a very good idea because typically you'll answer yourself right into a ticket or answer yourself into being arrested for I think, something. I think attorneys would, would agree with that. Do you feel happy that you have to pay $150 to the government because you are driving down the street faster than the government allows you to? Or are you angry that you got caught? And in the end, do you send the money to the government even though you don't agree with it? Even though you feel it's unfair to have to pay so much money, yet you've harmed no one? Well, it's always a pain to go and try to if, – if something didn't, didn't go the way you expected it to and you want – and you believe that there's a, a more just outcome, it's a pain to go to court and try to sort these things out. Most of the time, it's not worth the money that they're extracting from you in order to do it. You go someplace, you pay for the parking, you miss a day of work. Um, you know, it's, it's a pain to fight that. Of course you do. And why? Because you're afraid of what the government will do to you if you don't. In the end, you'll retreat back into your cubbyhole of delusion in order to justify paying the fine by convincing yourself that what you did was wrong. The government was right and you deserve the punishment. 
And my favorite delusional argument from those still attached to the Matrix is that they pay their taxes voluntarily. To these people, I ask, when you do your tax returns, do you take as many deductions as the government will allow you? Of course, the answer is always yes. Well, then I asked them that if they could take enough deductions such that their tax liability was zero, would they do so? Again, not surprisingly, the answer is yes. I then asked them if their preference is to pay zero taxes, then why don't they simply refuse to pay taxes? Inevitably, that's where their train of thought always runs out of track. Of course, everyone knows the answer. It's because they're afraid of what the government will do to them. It's a realistic fear. I challenge everyone to ask themselves, when was the last time you even thought about the possibility you might be robbed, your house broken into, or shot at? Can you remember? Now ask yourself, when was the last time you were afraid of doing something that could be deemed illegal by the government, and for which you could be fined, detained, or arrested? Something like not wearing a seatbelt, speeding, making a U-turn, going through a yellow light, not crossing the street at the crosswalk, riding a bike on the sidewalk, forgetting your license at home, taking too many deductions on your taxes, talking on your phone while driving, not allowing strangers to touch you or your child at the airport, cutting down a tree or your, on your own property, owning and transporting a gun, collecting rainwater, and the list goes on. I would like to read that George Washington quote here real quick if I could. Sure. Government is not reason. It is not eloquent. It is force. Like fire, a dangerous servant and a fearful master. Hey, you can have whatever you want to say about what we've got to say. Tell it to George Washington. I would wager the answer is, as far as you're thinking about what you can't do regarding the government, daily. The first word out of everybody's mouth when asked a normal, completely benign question these days is, well, legally... It's first and foremost on our minds, and why wouldn't it be? There are 76,000 pages to just the Federal Register alone. Some argue that everyone commits at least three felonies every single day, probably without even knowing it. I've heard that. It's hard for me to imagine. Ignorance is a dangerous thing, and it must be stopped in our lifetime before it kills somebody. At the end of the day, all government mandates are enforced at the the end of a barrel of a gun. And that's that's a paraphrase of a Chairman Mao quote, I believe. Yeah. Uh, that government, gover- I believe the quote is, government power grows out of the barrel of a gun. It's the, it's the truth. Yep, and that scares the hell out of everyone, as it should. But if we truly believe that we are free, then we have to start acting like it. It's time we cared about something bigger than ourselves. It's time we stopped living our lives in fear. Having said all that, I'm not holding my breath. It's proven to be difficult to convince people that freedom is more important than the real housewives of New Jersey. And that he says, is why he drinks. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I see here that Don Cooper is a Florida native, uh, so I presume that means he still lives in Florida. Hey, Don, and everybody else out there that's willing to stand up for freedom, you need to get together with other people of a like mindset. We'll tell you about the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is a perfect opportunity to do that. But specifically, I want to hear from you. How afraid are you? Are you willing to actually do as the mom did with her two Girl Scout daughters and stand up against the diktats of the state? Stand up for freedom, or are you just going to cower for the rest of your lives? 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. (laughs) 
This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You take control. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, uh, so enjoy those on us features, by the way, including... Our news updates. You can get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, all of the above if you'd like. They're all completely free. News.freetalklive.com. Are you on any prescription medications? Are you getting your medications at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your prescription medications at discounts as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click Become a member on the left-hand side of the page. All of these medications are tested. They are the real thing. No counterfeits. uh, Their customer service is awesome. I've gone through the process. I've been to their offices. And I think that you'll be happy with them. Also, you'll save big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com. It doesn't matter whether you're on Nettia, Nexium, Lipitor, Ablify, Boniva, Cialis, or Viagra. It's meds.freetalklive.com. Talking about the state of American fear, it's something that uh, is, according to Don Cooper, and I completely agree with him over at lurockwell.com, it's something that almost all Americans suffer from. At some level, you're afraid of what the government might do to you. And that's not to say that you want to go out and uh, hurt people, that you want to go out and, you know, kill somebody or burn a building down or do something horrifying and it's only the government that's stopping you. No, no, I'm talking about the reason why you won't run a red light or the reason why, and I mean in a safe manner. Yeah, I'm not saying just Like when there's no one coming coming the other direction. Yeah. Uh, You know, the reason why you won't cross unless the uh, crosswalk indicator is indicating correctly or that you will ha- you always feel like you have to cross at the crosswalk or whatever just some nonsense that uh, or, or that- keep your money i mean i think yeah. that's the biggest one um when it comes down to it if you think you're free then why don't you keep the money you worked for and that you earned yeah, and why don't you decide who to give it to and who to, you know, how to spend it? I mean, everybody it. knows that charities are far more efficient than the government. I mean, if it's really about taking care of people, we can do that. Yeah. So let's go to your fo- uh, phone calls, your thoughts on fear or whatever you want. You can also take control of the airwaves here at 800-259-9231. We'll start things out with Roger listening to KGOE in California. Hello, Roger. Hey, hey gentlemen. I uh, I admire what you're doing. Uh I learned a long time ago that if you think you own something, quit paying taxes on it. If you think you're free, walk out there without any money. And the only time they really tell you the truth in this country is when they say you're under arrest. (laughs) Yep. And that's the truth. And I'll tell you why you're seeing more and more people shooting police, because they've made the jail so horrible. They're so Orwellian. You know, I'm an old man now, but I was a kid. I was a pretty wild kid. Then jail wasn't such a bad place. But now it's a psychological Mind um, cluster, you know. Mm. Good and, thoughts, uh, sir. Um, I, don't, I'm, I am afraid because I am old and because I don't like being handled, handcuffed behind my back and, and put into a dormitory with 80 or 90 wild-ass kids who don't they care. They don't know what they're doing, you know. Well, yeah, and, and they're not afraid to put old people in jail either. I mean, yeah, in general... It's it, all drugs. They got, they're drugged. It's, it's, America has become... Orwell couldn't have dreamed it up any better, man. He couldn't have... 
You nailed it. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Yeah, it's, it's I even just saw creepier. a video of a 80-year-old man getting thrown to the pavement by an officer because he really? was, uh, while he was talking to him, he touched the man, the, the officer's shoulder. And it didn't seem like it was in such a, a very provocative way. It just, you know, the guy, the guy was certainly animated. It wasn't like he was poking him in his chest or anything like that. The officer threw him to the ground and handcuffed him. It broke wow. like four of his ribs. It was terrible. Let's continue and talk to Joe listening to WGMD in Delaware on the FM band. Hello, Joe. Hey, good, mo- good afternoon. Good evening, guys. Good, I'm sorry. good sir. Go ahead with anyway, your thoughts. Listen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you know what? Delaware is one of the states where we really got a lot to worry about because not only do we have laws, so many laws and restrictions, but we have DENREC here who has the power of regulatory authority. They can make up any law they want, okay? They don't have to go through the legislature. They don't even have to go through the governor. DENREC, what does that stand for? Department of Natural Resources and Environmental Control. I see. Okay, and now we're the only state, in, as far as I'm concerned, and maybe in the country, that has the, where DENREC has regulatory authority. That means they can make up their own rules, make up their own laws, make up their own regulations. The only thing that's required of them is they have to have two public meetings, and they can have an outcry about it. Mm. They might not like it. But the secretary for DENREC can say, okay, well, you might not like it. Okay, legislators. Okay, governor. I'm going to pass it. They've passed so many laws through this regulatory power that they have. It is totally ridiculous. I'm going to give you an example. I'm a commercial fisherman, right? Mm -hmm. I go out in the bay, and every time these guys come up to us, it's like we're being treated like criminals all the time, and we might not make any you know, no mistakes. They board us. They check our fish. They do this. They, they, they search everything. It really is crazy. And, if you think about it, I mean, the, the the Constitution says that you're supposed to be protected uh, you know, from unreasonable search and seizure. But if you're out there as a commercial fisher, fisherman or as a commercial truck driver, as a commercial anything, these people just come right into your property, and they do whatever they want. Well, they consider it reasonable. Yeah, well, well, you know what? There's a law. There's a Delaware law, and I read the Delaware law. They have got to have probable cause that you broke a law in that section or thing to come on your boat. Now, if they come on your boat one day, they come on, and the same guy comes on your boat the second day, then you get checked when you're out. You know, you have nets in the bay, and you get the, you get checked again by the same person. You know, it almost gets to the point of where it's harassment, and they they don't even measure the fish. They're looking for something illegal like Drugs. they're treating you like a criminal and you're not even a criminal that's right but the bad thing is the regulatory authority that's given to denrec needs to be taken away i mean i've talked to lawyers in the state i've talked to lawmakers i've talked to re- representatives and they've tried to get bills to take this regulatory authority from denrec and they just can't do it they're becoming so powerful in the state of delaware that you know what they say goes that's scary stuff man Thanks for sharing your story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And it's not uncommon. He said it was the only state with that. I don't believe that's true at all. Certainly there are federal government regulatory agencies. There that might be something just... special or superlative about this organization. I don't know. But... but it's not uncommon for government bureaucracies to be able to write their own rules without having to go through any kind of legislative session. Right. You know, Congress didn't decide what could go on planes and what couldn't go on planes. The TSA did. Right. Exactly. And there are plenty of examples of that where professional bureaucrats... I mean, how is it that Americans have to follow the rules set up by these uh, these 
governmental organizations that aren't even authorized by the Constitution. The highest law in the land says that any power that is not delegated to it by the Constitution is delegated to the states and the people respectively. But it goes ahead and does all kinds of things that aren't specifically laid out in the Constitution, therefore are unconstitutional, and if you break their rules, they'll give you a fine. They're not going to take you to court. Right. They're not going to take you to court for the fine because it's not a law. So if you don't pay, what are they going to do? Who knows? I, I, I well, that's say a good question. They could do whatever they wanted to, right? I mean, maybe you can call their bluff and find out that they won't do anything. If you're in business, they'll run you out of business every yeah. single time. They'll pull your license. You've asked permission. See, this is one of the problems, right? Americans, by and large, will ask permission from the government before they'll go and do business, which means the government holds a license over their head at that point. And if the government people want to pull their license for whatever arbitrary reason, then they pull their license and then people feel like they can't do business anymore. Well, don't ask for the license in the first place. Oh, but I can't do that. They'll send men with guns. They'll shut you down. They will send men with guns to shut you down. Well, they're not activists, Ian. They're people that are trying to make a living. Right. And well, unfortunately, economy, by doing that, by cowering, by begging, they have put us in this situation. They and everybody else, all of us are responsible for this, for every bit of obedience that we show to the government. We've all put ourselves in this position by allowing people to control us like this, by accepting the idea that one would have to beg some bureaucrat for permission to do a business, to create a product or offer a service to the marketplace. A completely voluntary interaction. The idea that you would have to beg for that, that you would have to shell out cash to some agency so they don't send men with guns to shut you down, that, that you can think that on one hand and on the other hand think to yourself that this is in any, any way a free country? It's ludicrous. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's the price we pay for freedom. It's the price we pay to live in a pay, society. How can you pay tyranny for freedom? Yeah, more coming up. Free Talk Live. You take control. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey this November. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. And, of course, you can join us uh, again over at freetalklive.com, get interactive in various different ways. But join us on the phones here at 800-259-9231. We're talking about American fear and how it is that uh, most people in America have been made into docile, obedient serfs. And that we'll just go along with whatever it is the government says, begrudgingly in many cases. Oh, doggone it. Remember, Mark, when the whole uh, health care thing was coming about, the Obamacare, and there was much discussion about that on talk radio. And sure. people would call us and they would rail against it. Darn that Obama, he's bringing in that socialized health care. And of course, it's true. I mean, it, it is moving towards more socialization of the, of the health care system. Certainly more government control. Of course, the, uh, the system already is a mostly socialized system, and given that government controls the majority of the dollar spent. More than 50 cents on every healthcare dollar is spent by the government. Which is one of the reasons why healthcare sucks so bad, because the government is very highly regulating that uh, 
that business. Uh, but people would come on the air and like, doggone that Obama and how dare he and this is terrible and needs to be stopped. Well, okay. My question was, if it goes through, and it has, right? If it goes through, then are you going to disobey? Are you going to refuse to pay? I mean, you, you sound like you, you feel real strongly about this. Surely those strong feelings of yours will turn into strong action, right? Oh, no, said one guy when he called in. Oh, no, it, it's the, it'll be the law. I'll just go along with it at that point. Yeah, I'll hate it, and I'll hate myself for going along with it, but I'm too scared to do it. I mean, he didn't say that. He didn't say I'm too scared, but that's essentially what he's saying because he won't refuse to obey. He won't refuse to pay into something with which he has a fundamental disagreement, a fundamental issue with, but not fundamental enough to take a risk, not fundamental enough to actually make a stand uh, for liberty. Your thoughts are certainly welcome at 800-259-9231. At what point has the government gone too far? 76,000 pages of uh, federal in the Federal Register alone, according to LouRockwell.com. Yeah, nobody, nobody could read all the laws that uh, pertain to them in these United States from a geographic standpoint in, in two lifetimes. You couldn't do it. Yeah. How far is too far for you? How many more regulations will it take? How much more control? How many more taxes before you finally decide you've had enough and that you don't care about the fear anymore, that you're not worried anymore about what might happen, that your only concern is for the future of your family and your friends and liberty, and that you're willing to actually take a risk to make sure those things can move on into the future unencumbered or less encumbered. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. We continue. You, of course, can take control of the airwaves. And we go to Sean listening in Arizona. Sean, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Sean? In- hey. hey, go ahead. Good afternoon. Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you're talking to a man who is, uh, has not been afraid of the U.S. government for many, many years. Uh, ever since uh, I was a prisoner in Lyles, which we were never there, <laughs> uh, months. Uh, they haven't been able to intimidate me into hardly anything. Really? Yeah. Uh, the last time that uh, a cop stopped me and wanted to uh, check my truck out, uh, I made him uh, stop and call his boss to get a warrant with my name on it, with the items that they wanted to check for. And uh, I wasn't even in my own state at the time. I was just traveling through. Wow. Were you a, profes- a professional driver? No. Oh, you were just driving for uh, for leisure? Uh, well, I, uh, yeah, I had my pickup truck and a camper behind me. Interesting. So what happened? Did and, they get uh, the warrant or did they let you go? Uh, after about two and a half hours of sitting there uh, arguing back and forth with me about uh, what I ought to do and how I ought to cooperate and this, that, and the other, they finally let me go. Nice. So he didn't. Get, he never did get the warrant. No. Yeah, it's it would be hard. I mean, what what's his probable cause? Just at this point, basically anybody who has a motor home, RV, or uh, camper, you know, is subject to search. They don't. They just don't like them because they know that drug. I, I assume drug dealers use them. I don't. I don't know anything about the drug dealing business. Well, most people don't know what you do, and that is that you can refuse a search because if a cop asks you to search, it means he has no probable cause. He has no reason to That's search. Exactly right. Anything else you want to share tonight? Uh, yeah, um, let's put it this way, uh, out of respect, uh, for the law, and I do respect the law because I, I feel that this is a country of, uh, laws, uh, and that's how we can maintain some semblance of order and, and uh, regulation. Uh, I 
of respect for that. I try not to break too many laws, but at the same time, when laws get ridiculous, uh, I stand up against them uh, all the way to the Capitol if I have to. Good yeah. on you, sir. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and uh, buy some crack and smoke it just because it's against the law, but it does seem like there's a lot of silly ones out there. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It bears repeating because it happens so often. If a police officer asks you to search your car, you do not have to say yes. You don't have to allow that. I know. Even if they say, I'm going to have to ask you to step out of the car, I'm going to search it. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to let you, I'm going to have to ask uh, you to let me search the car right now. Are you asking? Is that a question? Are you requesting to search? Yeah, because they don't ask it in a fashion. Could I, uh, you know, just take a look through the car? You know, they don't say that. No. They don't say it that They way. say it very authoritatively. Yeah. Uh, and they they want you to feel like it's an order. That's and what like they're taught that to it's, do. It's mandated. It's important to question these people. At the very least, even if you end up breaking and allowing them to go ahead and do whatever it is they're going to do, ask questions. Try to come to some understanding of what exactly is going on and let these people know that you won't just allow yourself to be pushed around without at least asking questions. Like the people that go through these uh, border checkpoints, these internal checkpoints that they've set up within 100 miles of the the so-called border, these uh, U.S. customs slash ICE checkpoints. Most people just dutifully go through there and they answer whatever questions they're asked and they pull over when they're asked to pull over and they let the people search when they ask them to search. But there are a handful of folks that'll go through these checkpoints and they will refuse to answer question number one, which is what is your citizenship or are you a U.S. citizen? They will refuse to answer that question, and they are allowed to go through those t- uh, the, the checkpoints. They'll refuse to pull over to secondary. They'll refuse to allow the search. Now, in some cases, that has resulted in them getting beaten. <laughs> so it's not without risk, obviously, standing up for freedom. But if no one stands up for freedom, then how can you expect to have any of it? Because these people aren't going to allow you to have freedom. They're going to take as much as they can possibly get and take as much of your money in the process as they can possibly get. Let's talk to DeWitt, listening to WRNN in Myrtle Beach. Hello, DeWitt. Well, well, guys, I want to know, on the other end of the country, I do fear the government. I have been imprisoned by the IRS system Mm, and the Justice Department. If you got the guts to go up against them, you just go ahead. I'd like to remind you, you, uh, or let you know, that the prison statistics I have gathered or we in prison at a rate four and a half times the rest of the world on average, yeah. with exception of political prisoners. One American in 100 probably is currently in prison, yep. and one in 10 Americans has supposedly already been in prison, meaning 10% of our population. It's a crazy number. Our ex-cons, including me, and I have two college degrees. You know, wow. um, it's it's interesting, and it, it's a way. It's a it's this insidious form of uh, arms control, gun control, because it, you know it just makes perfectly good sense to people. Well, we don't want ex-cons having uh, guns, but the fact is, if you're an ex-con who's trying to stay out of prison because you think that it's terrible. You can't own a weapon to protect yourself and your family, and people never even look at this. Do it. Well, while I was in prison, there was a, a fellow prisoner who had been given two years because he had he never done time in prison, but he was still um, uh, not supposed to have a gun, and he was caught hunting. Oh. 
and given two years, most of which was spent in a county jail under uh, tough circumstances, and then finally transferred to the federal prison camp where I would be maintained. And how many it's folks? A tough have, world, guys. How many it's of the a folks? Tough in, world. Hey, DeWitt, how many of the folks in your uh, prison there were actually people who'd harmed others? I don't know of any. Wow. I, it, it was mostly business people and a lot of drug offenses, I think. And I'd say a lot of them were black guys. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my roommates was a black guy. It wasn't really a room. It was about a half wall. <laughs> and it was about 90-something feet for three of us prisoners to stay in, 90-something square feet. It's tough, guys. Y'all go ahead. If you got the guts to stand up and get... I don't blame you, man. It's the, the beat people down. Thank you for the you call tonight. Ahead. I appreciate I don't it, DeWitt. Want any part of it. People need to stand up, though, if they just keep bowing down. If, if there were more people that had the courage to stand up, then there'd be nothing they could do about it. Period. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not going to not uh, file their tax reform uh, hey, tax returns. I've I don't do family. it. Screw those people. I'm not going to pay for their thuggery and their violence. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is coming up next. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. It's the shirt you wear most, an essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt. And for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford Dress Shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more. But we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional street collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today and you'll also receive free monogramming and 850 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford Dress Shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can, of course, dial in toll-free to bring up anything you might like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Get interactive with the various features on our website, which you will find is completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Mark. As we continue with your phone calls about what you want, started out the show tonight talking about American fear of the government, which is, of course, exactly what the government wants. They want you to be so afraid of what might happen to you that you will never dare, never dream to disobey their edicts and their diktats and their regulations and their rules and their fines and their fees that they continue to pile on endlessly because people keep obeying. <laughs> They, they don't disobey, and so the government takes that as encouragement. Hey, they like us. Well, they, they really like us. When they do disobey, then uh, they, they get uh, thrown in jail and fined and all that other stuff. Nobody wants to go to jail, so they'll pay the fines. Yep. 
Well, that's going to end here at some point as we get more liberty-minded people together uh, here in New Hampshire to uh, to, to stand up to it's these It's going to end because the economy can't handle this ever-growing uh, monkey on its back. The government doesn't really produce anything. And the things that it does produce, I'm talk- think, talking about police, firefighters, uh, trash. Yeah, but that's up, not going to end it, Mark. Inefficient. No, no, no. That may end the federal government, but that's not going to end people's obedience to the concept. Uh, state governments will likely still be around, even if the federal government crashes and burns, or when the federal government crashes and burns, uh, the state governments will still be around, and they'll still have all their rules and their laws, and people will still, they, if they haven't defeated the mindset of obedience, they'll continue on being serfs their entire lives, even without the federal government around. So you have to make a choice. You have to choose to disobey, to choose to stand up for liberty, or just go along to get along and see what happens. Let's continue with your phone call. Scott is listening in Norfolk to WTAR. Hello, Scott. Scott? Yeah, uh, this is the uh, comeback. This is the pathetic comeback uh, that I usually get from uh, when I'm trying to educate uh, my fellow countrymen about how they are slaves. Hmm. And uh, I'm sure you guys have heard it. Well, if you don't like it, follow them. Leave the country. Go yep. to Somalia. Go to Russia. Go to uh, you know the, you, Afghanistan. You you pick your undesirable place. Right. Go and be enslaved somewhere else. Right. right. And and you know I think that I think that the best thing to look at it from is that the governments that we have today evolved from the kingdoms, the uh, the fiefdoms uh, that we had 500 years ago. Those evolved from essentially you know just groups of armed men forcing the the, the poor people to do what they wanted and so you know the i basically what you have is an organization of people a para, a parasite class that lives off of the productive class and that makes you livestock these are human farms some human farms are more pleasant than other human farms but they're all human farms so the idea that i would want to leave this admittedly more pleasant human farm in order to go to another human farm because I am unhappy with the fact that humans are farmed doesn't really make any sense. Well, um, as an individual, I'm just trying to eradicate all of the parasites that are living off me that that, that uh, think that uh, they can use me as a host, and uh, I get labeled a criminal and a tax cheat mm-hmm. and all of these other... Uh, terms that but i want to deal with this issue of fear that you guys brought up the yes. reason why there's so much fear in this country is because we're a nation of cowards yeah you know that man called in and went to jail for uh uh the irs uh you put him in jail and and he said if you got the guts to do it then go ahead it, it's a habit it doesn't have anything to do with guts it's uh it's a quote by frederick Douglas, the limits of the oppressed, or uh, 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 the, the limits of a tyrant are uh, prescribed by the, the ones that are being oppressed. Mm. You know, uh, enough is enough. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, okay? And you are a slave, America. Van Gogh said that there are none more helplessly enslaved than those who are slaves and think they're free. You're not free free. Just try and say no. That's the difference between someone who's free and a slave. You can say no, but you can't say no in this country because they'll beat the living daylights out of you and SWAT team you. Damn. So you guys are right on track. (laughs) You guys are right on track trying to educate these 
dumbed-down, gullible, thumb-sucking Americans that let the government get away with anything. Now we're over in Libya. What a joke. Hey, Scott, and, uh, you, you sound like somebody that uh, I, I, can, I can hear the frustration in your voice and I can empathize with it totally. And I, can, I appreciate your call and your thoughts here tonight. You sound like somebody who, could, who might appreciate a trip to the Porcupine Freedom Festival to uh, relax for a week uh, amongst hundreds of other like-minded people, people that agree with you, people that understand, people like us, people that get the ideas of liberty. And I want to take the time to invite you and everybody else that actually cares about freedom to join us in New Hampshire as uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival happens this summer. Thank you, by the way, for the call tonight and the thoughts. Great quotes. Appreciated them. Uh, the Pork Fest is happening June 20th through the 26th. It's going on this summer. It is uh, going to be a blast. We were there last year. We broadcast live uh, from the event. The, the event is officially longer this year. It's going to run for a whole week. If you can't make it out for the whole week, no big deal. Just come up for a few days. Come up for the weekend. It's going to be fun. Hundreds of people, over 800 people were there last year. Expect to see more this year. Going to be everything from live musical performances to panel discussions, speeches, fans family fun, agorism in action, campfires, parties, man, you name it. It's a blast being around people that get it, people that are willing to do something, people that are willing to uh, to stand up for freedom. Uh, that's why we're here, Mark. You and I came to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project a few years ago, and it's only just begun. And uh, John Stossel actually did a segment on the Free State Project this past week on his uh, his television yep. program, which was, pretty cool. was very good. You can see that segment excerpted uh, for you uh, over at Free keen.com we have it up there posted on the site in fact john stossel's come up for some free state event or a free state event in the past but you can get registered for pork fest right now by going to porkfest.com it's all of 25 bucks for the early bird registration which is good for i think the remainder of this coming week through the 31st i believe uh, $25, but you can save 5 bucks, save 20% by using our discount code, which is FREETALKLIVE. Just run it all together as one word. Take out the spaces. FREETALKLIVE is your discount code to save 20% on Porkfest. We're going to be there. Hope to see you there. Porkfest.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Uh, that uh, quote, the none are more helplessly enslaved than those who believe falsely believe that they are free. That's mm-hmm. not Van Gogh. It's uh, really? J.W. Gath. 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 Um, G-O-E-T-H? Yeah, G-O-E-T-H-E. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and it looks kind of like Van Gogh when it's written down. So, Got it. Thanks for that clarification. Yep. So, good stuff. We continue. That's who's credited. You never know who did it first. We continue uh, with your phone calls. We talk to Steve, listening in Virginia. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys, great show tonight. Thanks, the two Steve. guys, one was in prison in Laos, the other in our country. And then this last guy, I mean, two poignant guys and this last guy, so profound. I can't top it, but I just wanted to speak to the tax issue. Sure. Uh, one of the tax issues that I see, I mean, John Q. Public is really getting squeezed out here. Um, I'm a professional driver. I drive a little car. By the way, my tax for that car and my pickup, I got an 05 work truck pickup and I got an 08 uh, Toyota car, over 700 bucks a year. And that's just the car tax in Virginia here. You go through these towns all over the place around this area, northern Virginia, the D.C. area, basically, Maryland, whatever. And what you find is there are speed traps everywhere. Okay. Not only that, you get into places like Montgomery County, and even in the back side streets, there are speed cameras. Now, this is a form of tax. Yeah, it's sure it tyranny. is. I mean, it's tyranny, but it's tax. And all of this stuff, you know, I heard some dimwit on the TV the other day talking about, well, as a country, we're only taxed 30%. You know, 
technically on our income tax, that may be true. But when you look at all the, the, the property taxes and all this other stuff, I mean, the fuel tax, it adds up. And, uh, you know, it sure does. When, when I hear these, you know, we have this drug war. It's a great way to snag people. Yeah, they sna- I don't know what happened to your phone connection. I thank you for the call. But yeah, they r- wrap people up in this war on drugs. Over a million and a half arrested every single year. And most of those people are getting fines. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars being shelled out to the courts. Even if you don't do drugs, there's all kinds of taxes that are levied upon you. Yep, there's more coming up at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. It's the live Saturday edition of this program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Listening options are available for you. We've got broadband and dial-up streams. You can listen around the clock to the latest episode of Free Talk Live that way, plus 94 great radio stations from coast to coast that air the show at various different times throughout the week on AM and FM, plus our free-to-air satellite channel, webcam, listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. Plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live into your ears. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com. Get your message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. LibertyStickers.com. Sometimes I like to go over there and just read the stickers. I find it entertaining. Um, Like I said, there are hundreds of them. And, you know, if you happen to go to gun shows or have your own retail uh, establishment or, you know, want to set up a booth at some place and sell some Liberty stickers. These are great little ways to make some money uh, yourself, and they give a discount to people who buy in bulk. LibertyStickers.com. Let's continue with your phone calls about what's on your mind. Talk to Jerry listening in Myrtle Beach. Jerry, you're listening to WRNN. Hello there. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Um, I was just going to make a quick point uh, as follow-up about the uh, gentleman that was talking about the police doing the searches and seizures. Yes, sir. Um, you actually have a little bit more power um, than just saying no. You can actually say, yes, you can search my vehicle or search my house. But the Supreme Court says that you actually have the power to specify where they can search. You can say, hey, you can search my vehicle, but you can't check in the glove box. Oh, that'll get them and excited, they, won't it? Oh, it absolutely <laughs> will. I mean, I mean, you're right. You can't, from what I understand, <laughs> you can supposedly do this. Uh, but what, to what benefit would it be for you to do that? Um, I can't see any real benefit except okay. if you're just in a mood. But, you know, I mean, well, it's, I'm just putting the information out there. I think it's a uh, good thing because if somebody, for whatever reason, agrees to a search and then decides, you know what, I don't want them looking, I don't want them messing all the stuff up that's in my glove box. I mean, because all the papers are in there just so, and there's no way to close that thing if somebody else goes through it. So I, I think that that gives somebody a, a secondary out, and I think that's, that's a good, good, point. good information. It reminds me of the old joke of the uh, Texas uh, rancher who says uh, to the uh, DEA agent that comes to search <laughs> for the drugs, hey, don't go in that back 
field. The DEA said, sir, I am an officer of the United States Department of Drug Whatever Enforcement Agency. And he says, okay. And he uh, lets the guy go on. The guy goes and searches the field, and then he finds the big bull, and the bull begins chasing him, and the, the farmer goes to the fence, and he yells, your badge! Quick, show him your badge! Right, yeah, you left, absolutely. You left out the part where he was flashing his yes, badge earlier. Flashing his badge. Yeah, Whatever. good joke. Good joke. It is funny. Other thoughts you want to share, sir? Um, it's also just one more thing um, that I was going to hit on. You also have the right to say no at any time. You can give your consent, and then Revoke if you it. decide during the search, you can say no, and they still have to stop as well. And it, and that doesn't constitute probable cause, so people shouldn't have to worry about that either. That's another good point. Also true in theory, although how well it will work in practice, I think, is uh, is another question. Yeah, just putting the information out there. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call at 800-259-9231. They're like vampires. You don't want to let them in your front door. I mean, it's one thing to say that, yes, legally, you should be able to tell the cop, you know, I've changed my mind. Uh, see, you, should, you just need to leave now. I don't want you searching my home. Uh, it's one thing to tell them that, but they're already in at that point. Good luck convincing them that they have to go ahead and leave. Uh, yeah, just because you said it so. wouldn't be particularly good. I mean, again, he's technically right from my understanding. I'm not a lawyer, but from my understanding of the you know the rules. But these people are known, many of them, for not following their well, own the, rules. And they, you know, I mean, how suspicious is that? Hey, you can look everywhere but the glove box. <laughs> I mean, obviously, these guys are tuned in to suspicious behavior. Yeah. Better to just not let them in in the first place. A, do not answer the door in the first place because oh, talking to these people will only get you in more trouble. If you feel like you must answer the door, or maybe they're an undercover, you didn't know they were a cop or something like that, as soon as they identify themselves there's, as a police officer, there's no reason for you to answer their questions, or you know, even if they don't identify themselves as a police officer, you have no obligation to answer these people's questions. End the conversation. Have a nice day. I've got things to do. Bye-bye. Close the door. Lock it. There's no reason to engage these people in conversation. Right, They're looking it, to convict you for something. And if for whatever reason, let's say there's a madman going about the neighborhood. They want to search your house because you might be the madman or you might have the madman in there. Mm-hmm. If you know you don't have the madman, aren't you really just wasting their time by allowing them to search the house? I mean, they come up with all kinds of stories whenever they want to search something. Yeah. And there may or may not be a madman on the loose. You never know. But, hey, look, officer, madman's not here. Thanks. Have a nice day. I mean, you're really doing the very best thing for the situation that they have presented to you. Yeah, everything's fine here. Maybe you should go somewhere else. And then just close the door and end the conversation. You don't have to do like they do in the movies where they open the door, invite the police officer in, have a little chat, answer whatever questions he asks. And go to jail. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Any lawyer will tell you that the amount of people that, you know, when you when you look at the group of people that talk to the police versus the people that don't talk to the police, the group of people that, go, that talk to the police are much more likely to go to jail. And you know what, Mark? As soon as the police stop arresting peaceful people, people who have not actually aggressed against another human being, as soon as they stop enforcing things like the war on drugs and the stupid stop sign laws and all this other nonsense, then I'll have no problem talking to them. If all If all we had were peace officers... People whose job it was to keep the peace, to actually apprehend violent, dangerous suspects, if that's all they were doing, and they didn't have to be concerned about them finding a bag of marijuana, or you didn't have to be concerned about them you know, coming up with some other violation that they're going to come after you for, some nonsense, then I would have no problem. Sure, man, how can I help you? 
I want to help you find violent criminals. I want to assist you in making my community better and safer. I want those things, but I don't want to be thrown in a a cage because I happen to prefer a certain chemical. Well, you know, and that's one aspect of it. But another thing I've noticed that, uh, you know, and I don't know, I haven't had, I haven't been able to rate uh, experiences of law enforcement officers over the decades of the 50s, uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and into the aughts. Uh, But it seems to me that, what I my experience is that some police officers, many police officers, want to escalate the situation as opposed to de-escalating sure the situation. Do. Generally, when you're dealing with bouncers at a bar, sometimes you'll get a bad one, but sometimes, many times, you're dealing with a guy who wants to de-escalate the situation and get somebody out. Yeah, they don't want liability for them or the owner right. or whatever. A good cop is going to de-escalate the situation and remove the two parties or whatever, whatever you know, remove the one party from the other situation or whatever it is, and they're not going to escalate the situation to the point that they need to use tasers, clubs, and and all these other things. Let's continue with Trent listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hello, Trent. Trent? Hello? Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I got just a quick question. Sure. GE made, what, $14 billion last year, $5 billion alone in in the U.S. Mm -hmm. They paid $0 in income taxes on that. Who did? Now, they made that much. How come... I have to pay taxes on my measly 50 grand a year. You know, you bring up an interesting point. Corporations are file folders. They're they're fictional entities that were created by the government. And governments, if they have a right to tax, they really would only have the right to tax the things that they created. So they should have the right to tax corporations. But an individual wasn't created by the government, so therefore should ha- the, you know the, the government has no moral authority to actually tax the individual. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Although that said, Mark, if you tax a corporation, they just pass it on and increase costs of their product. That much is true. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. How about instead of taxing this person versus that person, nobody gets taxed. We all get to decide for well, ourselves what you to know, do. You get More to coming tr- up. Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advance work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got archives. If you've missed a moment, just click and download. They're yours right there on the front page. There's no logging in. There's no membership fee. It's just free. At freetalklive.com, thank the archives go all the way back to late 2006, thanks to HostGator. HostGator's a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. If you're thinking about setting up your very own website, whether you want, you know, just a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, HostGator's the place to go. HostGator, if you go to hostgator.freetalklive.com, that's a portal that we've created, you'll get a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7 technical support, and your first month completely free. It's hostgator.freetalklive.com. 
So we've been kind of all over the map. Started out talking about uh, the idea of Americans' obedience and docility and uh, their willingness to just go along to get along as the rise of the police state continues and uh, more regulations and laws and ordinances continue to be piled atop of people. And when is enough going to be enough? When will you reach the point where you've had enough and you refuse to obey? That's really the ultimate question I think a lot of people need to ask. And I think that uh, we're going to see more people refusing in the future, especially here in New Hampshire, as liberty-loving people get together to back one another up in the instances of the state aggressing against them and to make it so it's not worth the state's while to aggress. Because really, normally it's quite worthwhile for them. Normally they just they could just mail out a bunch of tickets to people and a good percentage of Americans will just pay it. Yeah, they just pay it, even if it wasn't for anything. You right. have uh, violated code section 32C, uh, yep. subparagraph B, uh, you know, section uh, Roman numeral 7. Please detach this invoice and uh, return it with yep. a check. And make sure that it's a, a pretty color. Pink. Pink's right. a good color. Um, and, you know, people, people will write the check. Sure. Sure they will. That's, and that's basically how it works, except sometimes... And governments are using this more and more, uh, uh, you know, in order to raise revenue. They're sending out um, all kinds of stuff. And well, the just, guy mentioned speed cameras you know, earlier, and that's fishing. a perfect example of that. I mean, that's literally... They, they don't even know you were driving your car. And most right. people don't even think that they could go and challenge this Same in with court. parking tickets. Who parked my car? Really? Right. I mean, is it now the law that only I am allowed... The person who registered the vehicle is mm-hmm. allowed to, uh, to park it? Yeah. So, uh, but but again, we've talked about taking plea bargains, which of course most Americans do. Uh, probably ninety-five plus right. percent. Plea bargains only help two people: government bureaucrats and guilty men, guilty people. I mean, really, do you want to help those people? I don't want to help those people. I want government bureaucrats to do the job they were paid to do, and I want guilty people to pay the price for the crimes that they well, commit. When you say guilty people, you mean people guilty of actually committing a real crime, right? I, I really do mean that. However, that you know, I'm just talking about— Because uh, it doesn't help you if you parked your car and you're guilty of that, right? Because then it doesn't help you. You're being helped out of your money in that case. By taking a plea bargain. Agreed. I think that there's a real problem with uh, common areas and, and things like that. But the if if you believe in the justice system, you shouldn't believe in plea bargaining, right? I mean, even if you are a, a lockstep, uh, you know, card-carrying American, love everything that our government does. I believe the government is America and that, that everything that, that the folks in the, the government say is right. Uh, even if you're that kind of person, then you should still think that plea bargains are bad because plea bargains only help to people let's continue with your phone calls you can of course bring up anything we talk to david listening to wgmd fm in delaware david you're on free talk live with the mark well good evening how are you this evening just super what's on your mind tonight well i just wanted to mention uh, i live in delaware right now but about 10 years ago when i lived in maryland i was on my way to work in a residential area and i was stopped by the police um the red lights and the blue lights behind me, and then I thought, uh, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? Uh, I wasn't speeding or anything else, no traffic infractions. And then there were two or three other police vehicles that pulled up behind me. The upshot simply was this. Uh, I was accused of driving on a suspended license, a suspended license. Suspended driver's license or license plate? Suspended driver's license. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. And I was wondering what the heck was going on here because I had lived in Maryland 10 years prior to that. This, this event occurred probably in 2001 or 2002, and I had lived in Maryland for about 10 years, and I had never received a notice of a suspended license. 
And would, so, would they have any reason to have a, like a, a wrong address? I mean, had you lived at the same place? And that... Yes, yes, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. The upshot of it was simply this. Um, I was given the opportunity by the police officers of either going to the police station or a police officer could drive my vehicle back to my house, which was just about a half a mile away from the incident. Wow, I'm surprised they do that. Well, they did that. And then I thought, what the heck is going on here? So I called the Maryland Department of, of Motor Vehicles and tried to find out what was going on here because I had never received a notice of suspension or anything sure. else. Very common, by and, the way. Yes. And then what happened was simply this. And uh, finally, um, I did receive a ticket in the state of Pennsylvania 10 years prior to that, which would have been around 1989 or, or 1990 or 91, something like that. But that was paid. Mm-hmm. And I frantically searched through all my checkbook records. Oh, and the last check that I looked at, it was paid. And um, so I called the MVA. They apologized. Um, um, they said that my license was erroneously suspended. Um, but finally, um, they didn't issue an apology, but they did say that I can go down to the local uh, motor vehicle administration, which was in Columbia, Maryland, between uh, Baltimore and Washington, where I lived, and uh, they would uh, issue me a new license, a new driver's license at no charge. I could not retrieve the license, which was taken. I could not retrieve the license, which was taken by the local police department in Howard County, because they said that once that is retrieved, it must be destroyed. It's very, very interesting. And, 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 and I did win this. I well, did win well, this. No, you, actually, you didn't win, because they got all your time, and you really yeah. got nothing you out of it. You never win. You never win when the <laughs> government comes, uh, they, comes after you. They're you, just time and money leeches. Right. You, you minimize the damage, and that's as much yeah. as you can say. Right. And and it, thank feels you. Good, it feels good to be exonerated. It would have really been, really been nice to get one of the bureaucrats to say, you know, I am, we are sorry. Uh, to write it down? Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. too. Thanks for the call and the story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. It's not uncommon that people will, when they get pulled over, be you know surprised with the news that, hey, guess yeah. what? Your license was suspended. Well, why? Well, uh, we don't know, but it's suspended. Try and figure it out. Yeah. You call well, that's around. Right, really, a citizen, that isn't my problem. Right. My, you know, it's your no, problem it's now. It's, it's not in my computer job. that your license is suspended, so therefore, you know, your license is suspended. Right. So you get to go and dig around Tough and cookies. figure out that it was a ticket from 10 years right. ago. You're going to have to Prove that you're innocent. Pretty much. Uh, that, you know, this ticket from 10 years ago that still, for whatever reason, made its way through, even though you paid it, they forgot to mark it paid. And then 10 years later, the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles finally got notice or finally got around to doing something about it. They suspended the license, never sent out notice of it. And uh, surprise! And exactly, you're right, Mark. It's always damage. Uh, reduction. It's that's whenever the government comes to you with whatever it is, some sort of uh, threat or arrest or anything, you never win. 
Even if you win in court, even if you're found not guilty because you've spent your precious time, time you could have been doing things like loving your loved ones or going out to do things in life and working being and productive, yeah. being productive or enjoying your leisure time. This was time that you could have spent on you. Instead, you spent it dealing with the aggressor, uh, the aggressors calling themselves the state of Maryland or the state of uh, fill in the blank of the United yeah. States. So it's all about uh, reducing the amount of damage that they can do. And that's what non-cooperation is about, too, on a larger scale. If people begin refusing to go along with taking plea bargains and things like that, that over time will reduce the amount of damage that is done to people because the government will finally learn that if they keep doing this crap, people are going to keep non-cooperating and keep costing them more money by having to go to trials that they normally wouldn't have to go to because most people just take the plea bargain. But you need to have a movement in order for that to be effective, and that's one of the things that the Free State Project is going to be, I think, pretty useful for. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free, so enjoy those on us. And the features, by the way, include the Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it for yourself, and if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine, shrine.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water, it's an unconference where... The event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the uh, the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a whole bunch more to do with your family. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. We've secured some more rooms, but I can't promise anything after April the 17th. Rooms are as low as about $600, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. We continue. Ladies come first. Sonia is on the line in Tampa listening to WFLA. Hello, Sonia. I love your show. Thanks. I am such a big fan of your show. I needed to follow up on that last caller. I'm so glad he called regarding the traffic stop. It seems I didn't hear the caller state what driving infraction he committed for the stop. It seems when we're driving here, I'm looking at the cops on our roads now. All you do is see them typing on their computer, running traffic uh, people uh, tags, and then if they come up with something, they stop them, and then we'll we'll go back and make up the reason why we stopped. Mm. But it seems, and then they discover this. Why? How would you? know he had a suspended license if you didn't run his tag get that information prior to the stop it seems like this power that they have is so uh 
too much, too large for them. They can just stop you, and then they'll go back and add the fill in the blanks. And, and, sure. and it's very concerning. They're doing these stops. How do you know that someone has a driver license suspended or a tag is bad if you are not doing running their tag or doing checkups on them while you're driving behind them that's totally before what they do. you stop them? I, I, yeah, I think you're right on your speculation. I mean, that's it, completely what yeah, they do. Yeah, you really have to ask yourself if uh, if we're not allowed to text on our phones <laughs> or uh, you know you know the distracted driving is a crime. What Which I think is a real bad idea, <laughs> texting while driving. Yeah, admittedly, but I think the typing on your laptop is a bad idea, too. Sure. Exactly. Now, it's just, it just concerns me about how they're able to do this. And then no one is able to go in. Usually when you go in and you, you challenge a traffic ticket, the, the judge is usually going to do what? Take the, take the cop's side. And it's, it's so bad because a lot of times they're not saying, why did you stop them? What was the probable cause for this stop? And then go from there. It's supposed to be that the fruit of the bad apple, that if anything they got from doing something wrong, everything else is thrown out, but it doesn't fruit work Fruit of the like poison that. tree, I believe. Thank is, uh, you. <laughs> And, you know, and if you if you ever want to know who who the judge trusts more, just see who has the gun on their hip because exactly. you, you get shook down on the way to the courtroom. You've got to put all the stuff in your pockets in a little in a little Tupperware thing for the guy to go through. These guys walk through with Glocks on their hips. I mean, I it's, love it's, show, guys. it's clear who's uh, who, who is you know respected more, trusted more. Hey, Sonia, when you get a chance, drop by the Shrine of Female listeners at shrine.freetalklive.com. We'd love to have uh, you take a, a picture, a validated po- a photo of yourself and send it in because it's been a little while since we've had a new Shriner, actually. So would you do that for us? I sure will. And love your show. Don't go anywhere. Stay on, the, stay on the fight. I appreciate it. Appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's talk to Matt listening in Illinois on the amp lines. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, sir? Uh, first off, I am afraid enough of the federal government where I do pay my taxes. And uh, I don't plan on not paying my taxes until, well... I don't know. I don't know when I'll stop paying my taxes, but well, they're they're, they're their taxes. They aren't yours. Um, I, I, yeah. I always like to get the terminology right on this because uh, so many people say they're my taxes. If they're your taxes, you ought to pay them. If they're their taxes, on the other hand, maybe they should just worry about their own. It seems to me that there are more and more people here in New Hampshire uh, as part of the Free State Project who do not pay. Um, Dave Ridley is one of them. Uh, there are others as well, and I'm one of them. Well, and most people don't pay taxes. I mean, the, the, a large percentage of true. the population. I don't know if it's most. Um, the large percentage of the population doesn't pay, actually pay taxes, even if they fill out the form. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Mark. You're still going through, jumping through Income their hoops. Income tax, I should say. You're being obedient. Because You're they filling still pay out FICA and all these other um, yeah, I'm talking taxes. about jumping through their hoops and being obedient and doing what they want you to do. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, I'll pay their extortion fees. There you go. Uh, because because I worry about going to, to, to jail. Uh, however, I'm starting up a, a new business real soon. Uh, in fact, I, I did some work on it yesterday, and I plan on keeping it as much under the table as I possibly can. Great. And and the man who's uh, who's backing me up financially is is also keeping a lot of it under the table. It's the way to do it as much as you possibly can. So, what else did you want to share tonight? Um, a while back, I I told you of a uh, a friend of my son. Uh, a young man about 18 years old who had joined the uh, Army and decided before he actually got into boot camp that he didn't want to join, and I was worried that he that he would be uh, forced to uh, to go into the military once, you know, they had their claws in him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I just wanted to give an update and let you guys know that actually everything turned out okay. Really? How's that? He he uh, told his recruiter that he had changed his mind. He said his recruiter was upset, but there really was nothing they could do about it, and he was able to back out. Yeah, you know, they, awesome. they have a they have a quota, and it's a pretty serious one. Um, I think they've got to get three or four guys a, a month. And... So wait, he'd already signed, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, but uh, I, I guess there was a clause in there that, that let him back out before yeah. he, he actually made it into boot camp. As I understand it, you're not in until you're actually like on the tarmac there and you step over this imaginary line or something. You have to step forward or something like that. And at that point, you're actually in the military. I, I think that all the paperwork ahead of that time is just uh, what they call in the sales uh, vernacular as tie-downs. Thanks, Matt, for the call and the update. Appreciate it at 800-259-9231. Glad to hear that that worked out although mark we've certainly heard stories from folks that have actually gone all the way in and you know gone into boot camp and then have figured out ways to get out simply by you know like having marijuana or being gay or something like that like having having marijuana is uh, coming up dirty on a urinalysis um is what we were talking about previously as i recall but you you may get a dishonorable but you could just say no i don't want to do it anymore right and and and, you know they they, they can't really do anything about it they're not going to take you out back and shoot you no, not, you're not, not gonna, today. You know, they're, they're, you may spend uh, you know a couple of weeks, perhaps, on some kind of disciplinary squad, scrubbing pots or something like that. Better then, than dying in the dirt. Yeah, you're you're gonna go home. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As long as you're willing to risk getting a dishonorable discharge, there are ways out of the well, military. I, I, well, you know, it's not even going to be a dishonorable discharge. People that that don't in, they don't have crimes don't get dishonorable yeah. discharges. It's going to be a less than but honorable people are afraid of that. or general discharge and things like that. And we've had people that have called this show that say, "Yeah, yeah, I had that. It's never changed my life." People think of it like it's going to be some kind of felony on their record, and it's not the same. It's not even close. Let's continue with Rick listening in Florida. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How's it going, Mark and Ian? Hey, How's Rick. it going, Mark and Ian? What's on your mind tonight, sir? You know, again, not what I called about, but uh, last week at the local Sarasota station down here, they were they were in this expose on how they're the, the sheriff, I, I believe it's Manatee County. You guys probably know better than me. Charlie Wells? But, uh, mm-hmm. They set up uh, license plate scanning cameras on every bridge, uh, on the bridge going and coming off the island for two full days. Ended up with like 35 arrests uh, just by scanning and running the tags. On Anna Maria? On Anna Maria Island, on and off the island for the entire weekend about three or four weeks ago. When wow. I was uh, when I was living in Bradenton, uh, Anna Maria Island was the hotbed of drug activity. Really, for the sort of middle class white kids. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know much about much, but I can mm-hmm. tell you that that's where the kids lived that had the stuff. But just what a, I mean, it, it, it was just ridiculous. To, I mean, that has to be some kind of. I don't know how you guys feel about the Constitution, per se, but the uh, it's got to be a Fourth Amendment violation. It just has to be. If someone would take it to court and challenge it. No, they won't. For scanning, for scanning license plates? And then getting arrested for it. Well, I, I guess that I, I don't know. I mean, I can't say, but it seems to me if they, uh, if the government, put, you know, forces you to put numbers on the back of their uh, back of your car, that they can read those numbers with any kind of electronic device they want. I mean, it's intrusive, and I think people should know about it. But I, it doesn't seem like it would be illegal to me. Were I'm not get, saying I like it. I'm just saying it, I don't think it's illegal. Were they picking up people who had warrants or something? Or 
Yeah, what? just if she had expired tag, license, you know, expired licenses, uh, yeah. any warrant, bench warrant, stuff like hey, that. Manatee the, County the, needs needs money. Uh, those property values have gone into the, 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 the crapper there, and, you know, I'm afraid that uh, they're not getting anywhere near the revenue they were getting in 2005, 2006, and they, you know, they got used to those big, fat Paychecks and they want more. Thanks for bringing us the story tonight. Appreciate hearing from you, dude. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI tool. What better place than Manatee, uh, than Anna Marie Island where all the people with the rich houses live, too? No doubt about it. The people will just pay the fines and move along, and that's what they want you to do. They want you to just pay up. You can take control. 800-259-9231. Hour 3 is next. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You've heard the saying, one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about CentOS. Choosing CentOS for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service, quality, and innovation. And now it leads you to popular Carhartt branded apparel. That's right. CentOS, the leading provider of rental uniform programs, and Carhartt, the premier brand of retail workwear, have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering. It's the Carhartt Rental Workwear Program, only from CentOS. You'll enjoy CentOS's weekly pickup and delivery, professional cleaning and repairs. You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work and CentOS will do your laundry. The Carhartt Rental Workwear Program is exclusive to CentOS. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S dot com. CentOS, the uniform people. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program, which would be the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. We're always here to take your phone calls about whatever happens to be on your mind. You can dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. Of course, always bringing something to the table to discuss as well. Tonight, uh, the theme has been American fear and how scared and docile and obedient Americans are and where that has brought us. Toward. We are here now because of the ob- uh, the obedience of the American people. I think many people haven't woken up to uh, to this this idea. I think the government, you know, it's like the frog in the pot. I think that the, the frogs are just beginning to realize, man, they're turning the heat up. Well, you made a point uh, during the break, Mark, that we haven't received one single just ardent statist phone calls. You guys are you're disgusting. You're you're you want to see the destruction of Western civilization. If you don't like it, leave. Right. If you don't like America, leave. Our government is here to protect us. These people are, these brave men and women are putting their lives on the line every day for your safety. And you ought to thank each and every one of them. Maybe things are changing. Maybe uh, something new is uh, brewing out there. Maybe the uh, civil disobedience and non cooperation that I, I wish we saw more of is actually in the works. I don't know, Mark. I mean, it's certainly people are, are, upset people are upset with the continued intrusion of government into their lives their personal lives their business lives 
no end to the regulations, no end to the new taxes, raised fees, uh, cops pulling people over for nonsense. I think people are getting – people are going to – people seem to be getting more and more disillusioned with uh, government, at least our federal government. I don't know. Even the locals with the red red light cameras and things like that. That much is true. I I just heard Ron Paul uh, on an NPR interview, and he said that the Tea Partiers out there in Washington, uh, the ones that had been elected as Tea Party folks, that – None of them voted for any kind of, uh, you know, cut in the budget, uh, the military budget. So, you know, I mean, they, they want no cuts military in, too big for them. Yeah, they want cuts in budget in the budget, but they only want it in the easy places to cut it. The You know, the, the places where, you know, it, it just well, the Republican places to cut the budget. Let's Look, take if you want to cut the budget. You've got to cut the yeah, 60, 60 millions. Nothing. <laughs> 60 billion. I think yeah, is what it was. Whatever it is. You're talking about cutting the funding to NPR. Look. I don't think NPR needs government funding, and I don't think they should have it. However, you're trimming around the edges, people. Yep. You need to, you're using a scalpel when you need to take an axe. Let's go to your phone calls, your thoughts at 800-259-9231. So continue being obedient and continue paying up and doing whatever they demand of you or start considering saying no. As was mentioned earlier by one of our callers, the measure of a free man is whether or not he's willing to say no and accept what comes from that. Let's continue here with your calls. Joe is listening in Virginia, the Norfolk area, to WTAR. Hello, Joe. Hello. I'm so happy to be on. Welcome, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah. Look, I heard about the guy. He he had a problem with the with the feds. Uh, there, it worked for somebody. If you watch Freedom to Fascism by Aaron Russo on the internet, it, it worked for one guy because the system could not produce. The bill. They could not show that they had the right to tax you, and he wanted. Yeah, I don't remember what part of that movie it was. It's been years since that I've was seen the, it. Uh, the former uh, IRS agent, is that right? Yes. Joe Bannister? Yes, sir. Yeah, Jan- but Joe Bannister, that's his name. Great movie, by the way, America, oh. Freedom to Fascism. It is available for free to watch online. Uh, unfortunately, Aaron Russo passed away a few years ago, but uh, it's a great legacy on his part. That's true. I, I, I'm new to your show, and I'm, I'm glad to have you on there. Welcome. We're and glad I reco- to have you listening. I, I recognize the voice of the man who said that, talking about the thumb sucker. Uh, I, I listen to this guy. I listen to him regularly on remnantministry.com. He's a good man to listen to. He knows Ooh. a lot. And My I caller. take notes daily. Oh. I, was, I was in the library today taking notes on words that he uses. He's very informative. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we continue with John listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Hello, John. John in Clearwater. Go I wanted to help people because they're they're continuously up against all these this bad news, and uh, they got to do something for themselves. Indeed. One thing they can do is we continuously hear that the schools aren't teaching the kids and that uh, they're graduating people who can't read. Sure enough. On average, so, 20% uh, nationwide but in no, public no, schools. Don't, don't forget, they are teaching important things like how to obey and how to uh, do what the state says and how to believe in the government and think that the government is here for them and that they need the government. That's what the government schools are teaching. So they are teaching things. Right. Well, what's really important is that whether you're listening to a talk show or studying in school, never to go past a word you don't understand. Now, mm. if you've ever gotten to the bottom of a page and you've got, huh, what did I just read? And you feel blank. 
it's not the whole concept. It's a word or more than one word that you haven't understood. So you mm-hmm. go back, find the word that you didn't get, <clears throat> and you look it up in a dictionary that you can understand, and you get the meaning. And then you read it again, and then it makes sense if it's something that makes sense, or you can see that it doesn't make any sense. But you, you understand what it's saying because you understand the words. And this is a really basic thing of study. <clears throat> the reason that uh, kids in school get really rowdy and messed up is because they go past words they don't understand. Then they feel separate from the subject, and they don't want to study it anymore, even though they wanted to before. And then they want to get out of there, and they're told, no, you have to study it. So then they get upset and start fighting and doing things to uh, the school system. That's one reason. Another reason. It's a good reason, and but there are obviously a bevy of reasons as to why uh, young people are upset uh, at the government schools and acting out. Another reason can be that the young person is just simply too damn smart for the class, and that he understands absolutely everything that's being uh, presented to him, and he's bored to tears, or she is bored to tears, and uh, you know is acting out as a result of that uh, just boredom. Right, and they're being held back. Yep. Now, can I can I give you a free website that people can go to learn sure. how to teach their kids to study? By all means. It's called volunteerministers.org. It's a free website, and um, there's a whole bunch didn't of courses same on there. One guy, of, one didn't of which that is last study. guy say that, mention the same website, or am I just misremembering? What is, what is Volunteer Ministers? Is that some kind of religious site? Uh, yes, it's um, it belongs to the Church of Scientology, but it's a non uh, you know it doesn't require any particular belief. It's a it's a help site that people can go and get uh, free data. So, are you a Scientologist then? Oh yes, I am. Oh, Forty years. Very interesting. I, I know some former Scientologists. I don't know any uh, any current Scientologists. What's your What's your level? Don't they have different levels of Scientology, like the Masons? You get a merit badge. <laughs> Nice uh, there, are, there are levels, but that's not really uh, pertinent to the, to the call. Yeah, but I'm what, curious, though. So, I mean, what, please indulge me. I mean, what, what, what level are you? Well, I don't, I don't think you would understand what um, level it is. Hmm. They're not numbers. Are they, are they named, or is it like it's yeah, too it's, complicated it's, for me to, to grasp? Well, um, I'm, there's a thing called clear, and I'm uh, above that. So, um, how much money have you spent to get to the level what that you're that, at? What that means, I'm on staff. Uh, on what staff. that means is is that when you you have uh, things in your mind that um, are like hypnotic commands based on the experiences you've had in the past, and you get rid of the, those things. I think that's a fine idea. I don't like a lot of the things that I learned in the past. Sometimes like people can be uh, blocked locked in by their their past experiences, but um, you know, right? Was that the, the, was that the that same? It, you, I'm sorry, just it. a point of information. You you were listening when we had the gentleman on before you. Did he give the same website out? It kind of just went past me, and I didn't really register as to what he said. I didn't understand what website he gave. I don't. Okay. I, I, hmm. I don't believe so. I don't know if we like. Had, I don't know if it was like Scientologist call-in night here tonight. Uh, <laughs> there was like some sort of concerted effort uh, between Scientologists to call in and promote the same website. But then again, as I said, I don't really recall. I have to go back and listen to the archives um, on that one. But yeah, uh, I don't so, think so. So pitch but, me on your religion, man. I mean, like, like, give me the the pitch. Well, it's basically to help people learn about themselves. And to understand themselves, and it's it's based on the works of Mr. Hubbard, and it helps you find out what you want to know about yourself. Uh, it's different than other things because nobody tells you um, what you should think. And you discover there are space aliens questions. involved too, right? Sorry? And space aliens too, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. You can take control. I think they tell you about that later on, like at the higher levels or something like that. I don't know. Zenu, isn't that right? Uh, that's, that's the term. Yeah, more coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them to you for free. Features including our mobile site. You got a smartphone? Punch up m.freetalklive.com. Get access, quick access, to our live streams and our podcast. That's mmsinmobile.freetalklive.com. Imagine opening your front door and coming face-to-face with your identity thief. The criminal who wasn't content to steal from your bank accounts or use your credit cards. This guy knows where you live, and he's taking, excuse me, he's staking out your house and watching your family. That's what Fox News reported on about one woman. Fortunately, she had advanced warning from LifeLock. She said without LifeLock, she wouldn't have known the thieves were coming and added LifeLock services are legit, they do what they say they'll do, and it's worth it. I don't want you to suffer the personal financial firestorm that identity theft brings. Protect yourself and your family with the same identity theft protection that I use and that Ian use. LifeLock. LifeLock is the best, and it's guaranteed. Join me in my mission that not one of you will fall victim to identity theft this year. I need you to call now because I was able to secure you a 60-day bonus of LifeLock protection. Call 800-242-2693. 800-242-2693. Now remember, it's important to point out that if you don't call that number to get LifeLock, if you go through some other route like their website, Free Talk Live will not get credit for it. Also, you won't get the 60 days bonus. That's true. 800-242-2693. All right. So uh, we continue here. You can take control of the airwaves. But just a few thoughts real quick. Uh, by the way, I did review the archive a moment ago just to see exa- if those uh, two callers had mentioned the same website. And, and no, they did not. The first uh, the first caller mentioned some Christian site. Uh, it was Remnant Ministry or something mm-hmm. like that. And then the other guy, the Scientologist guy, mentioned uh, VolunteerMinisters.org. dot org. So they sound similar. Yeah. yeah, right. Just two minister websites within two you know yeah. minutes of one Set another. Set off an alarm. Sometimes we will get uh, you know people doing these sort of you know call in campaigns, coordinated calls. Yeah, yeah. coordinated calls. Um, so yeah, very interesting. I don't think we've had a Scientologist call the show in a no. long. Sounded time. like he knew what he was talking about about he's, the religion. He's on staff yeah uh so and he's in clearwater isn't it based out of uh, yeah. clearwater so yeah I, there there is a i don't know where it's based out of there There's is a big a, church up there yeah, though right big building so uh so went to the website during the break there and it, it it was a big difference between the christian site like the christian site was just kind of this static page the scientologists have this flash animation it and it's nice you know, website. Really, really fancy looking uh, i just thought it was interesting though when i was asking him just some basic questions like wasn't really too forthcoming, was he? I asked him how much money he'd spent to become the level that he's at, because there's different levels well, that you he achieve. Said he was on staff, and if you're on staff, you probably get either a discount or you get him for free. I would think. Well, you have to get to a certain point before you're going to be allowed on staff. That's true, right? So, um, it's my understanding that the Scientology religion is uh, very, very. 
fee oriented that in order to advance to whatever the next level is you've got to pay up uh, it's you've got to have the money to do it it's not about your dedication to the ideas or your uh, loyalty to the church or whatever i think that they give you opportunities to work within the organization um to, is that right like yeah. scrubbing the floor or something like I that i don't know the answer work to that. off the cash either way you're working for the money that you lots normally of people work for their churches yeah, which, which you know, that's their business, Mark. I just think it's uh, it's it's kind of interesting, isn't it, that they charge people money uh, to move up the levels. I'd be interested in hearing from a former Scientologist. I know that there are some of them that I've uh, met personally in the Liberty Movement. Uh, people that uh, Paul, the guy, uh, one of the guy that gave us a ride out in uh, Los Angeles, he was mm-hmm. telling us about how he used to be a, a Scientologist. And well, some people have good experiences. Some people have bad experiences inside any organization. I think it's always interesting. I I always you know when it, Whenever it comes to organized religion, I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, because it always seems like they're trying to sell you something. I don't. I I tend to think think they all are kind of like that. You know, you're right. Certainly, for, uh, there, there's no doubt about it. But I think the Christian religion is certainly. They're more accepting generally of people just showing up and yeah. being a part of their religion and not trying to ply them well, with uh, a sales kit. Well, they're, they're, they won't do the one-on-one generally, but when you're you know, sometimes ministers will stand up there and people, I've got to have them. We got to have the money. We got to have the kind that folds, not yeah. the kind that jingles. And they'll do a real pitch up there from the uh, from from the altar. So, uh, you know, it. I, I think that a one on one sales situation tends to to bring, uh, you know, to be more successful. But. One of the worst things about the Scientologists is that they are very sue happy, uh, constantly suing people who are doing things like critiquing them or, or you know releasing information about their religion that's supposed to be hush hush, like talking about Xenu or whatever. I'm not, I don't, I don't have the uh, examples of the lawsuits in front of me right now, but it's kind of one of the things they're known for is using the auspices of the state uh, to go after the people with whom they disagree and uh, that's just i think generally very distasteful to me but then again there's plenty of christians that support war so like plenty of christians that'll sue people too yeah i mean i'm not saying that uh, christians a lot of the christians are any better but nonetheless 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line organized religion it's just people telling each other stories to me yeah we continue here you can bring up anything that you want and we'll talk to i believe we have jay listening in myrtle beach to wrnn hello jay yes guys uh i have a story i'd like to share with uh you are you there right here sir go ahead with your thoughts okay i got you i'd like to share this uh, story with you guys and your listeners uh my wife and i uh moved from myrtle beach uh up into north carolina we've kind of moved out in the country i bought a piece of land from a friend of mine i t- kind of do the you know live out in the country grow your garden in case the you know what hits the fan mm-hmm. but anyway so I go online and find out, you know, what we got to do about getting the cards registered and getting licenses this and that, and, and, and found out that I had to, uh, first of all, I had to get a driver's license changed. So we go down to the uh, uh, county seat, got there, I guess, about Thursday, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, we walk in, there's nobody there. You know, we only went there. So uh, we walked on into to an office, and uh, there's two women there behind desk. And uh, I think I set the scene here for you. Anyway, one lady there, uh, I walked up to her desk. She, uh, I guess, was maybe, oh, probably early 60s to middle 60s, and she had kind of short uh, hair. Uh, the other lady there, uh, another desk, she was probably maybe in her early 40s and was more kind of queen size. The other lady was kind of, kind of slim. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they both had on like, uniforms. 
And the uniforms, I believe, are gray. And they had on these little short ties of our neckties. Now, they came down about halfway down the, uh, their, to their waist there in front. It's kind of strange looking. At and it. which bureaucracy was this again? Uh, this is Whiteville, North Carolina, in the great state of North Carolina. Was it DMV or county? DMV, yes. Okay, DMV, yeah. Okay, but anyway, like I said, you know, here's these two ladies sitting in there, you know, with these uniforms. I mean, what, what kind of got me, you know, was the uh, the neckties that kind of came kind of halfway down their, mm-hmm. to the waist. You know? But uh, anyway, so the one kind of uh, queen-size lady, I, I started off the conversation. I must have said something wrong because she set me straight right quick. You know? And then the other lady, the older lady, uh, we, we told you we wanted to get our driver's license taken. Right. We have to take another test. Now, I, I, I've been driving since 1964. Take another test? <laughs> I have never heard test. of this. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have to take a, a written test in North Carolina, but they are kind enough to let you out taking the driver's test. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have to take a written test, okay? And I've been driving since I was uh, 16 years old, 1964. Never had an accident in my life. I think I've had two speeding tickets, no you know, alcohol-related stops or nothing like that. My wife about the same, yeah? So you, there's we, more to your story, yes? Oh, yeah. All right, hold that thought. We'll bring you back here in a moment. You can finish it up in just a bit. 800-259-9231. We'll find out what else happened inside the North Carolina DMV. 1-800-259-9231 with the ladies with the funny ties. You can take control (laughs) and bring up whatever you'd like. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. We invite you to our website where you'll experience the features there for free, unlike those other talk show hosts in the business that want to charge you for their sites and their features like their webcams. They give it away. You can just go and watch at cam.freetalklive.com. You can also interact because we built in a chat room into the same page so you can uh, – Talk to some of our other listeners at the same time uh, that you are watching and listening to the show. Cam.freetalklive.com gets you there. And again, it's free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Thanks to Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers offers the, MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They are your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They have great prices and service on used networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches, too. In stock, ready to ship. The overnight delivery. It's MemoriesDealers.com. So the government rules and hoops never end. We're talking with Jay about his experience from leaving South Carolina, moving up to North Carolina, and doing trying to figure out how to get all legal up there. And so went into the DMV in order to uh, take care of whatever business uh, that they would demand that he take care of. And you said that uh, they demanded that you take another driver's test, not the actual driving portion, but a written test. And you discovered this uh, when you had uh, entered the office and were talking with a couple of ladies, one in her 60s, another in her 40s, and wearing silly ties. So go ahead with your, uh, the rest of your story. But anyway, we're standing there in front of these you know, uh, very intimidating uh, uh, state employees, 
And I'm looking around to see maybe I can see a picture of Hitler or maybe uh, uh, Mao Zedong <laughs> or something on the wall there, you know. Or at least George Bush or Obama. I mean, you know. I one, didn't see any of <laughs> But anyhow, back to the story. But anyway, uh, so we're standing there, and, and uh, she says, uh, uh, the elder lady, uh, well, the one lady over there, she was kind of tubby, and her, um, um, her tie was kind of almost sticking straight out there. But <laughs> anyway, uh, she, she said something about uh, the lady that I was talking with, the older lady. That, uh, she said she wanted to see my license, so I showed her my license. And she said, now, uh, what does this W stand for? And I told her what it stood for. And she said, well, I'm not going to be able to believe that. She said, you're going to have to bring in your original Social Security card. The W being your middle initial? My middle initial. And she, and I told her what my middle initial stood for. And she said she, she couldn't take my word for that, that I would have to bring in my... Uh, so my original Social Security card. Now, luckily, I've got my original Social Security card. I don't know how. I got it when I was 14 years old. My wife doesn't Now, is have it hers. one of those original cards where it actually says on there not to be used for identification purposes? Yes, sir. That's the same one. <laughs> it <laughs> certainly line. is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so anyway, she's telling me this, you know, that... And I'm going to have to bring uh, 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 original Social Security card in. And if it has a W instead of my middle name uh, spelled out, then I would have to bring in my original birth certificate. certificate. Mm-hmm. And where I'm going to find that, I have no idea. But anyway, to make a long story short, my wife and I, we didn't know where to be intimidated or laugh about the whole thing. I about started busting out laughing, to tell you the truth. You might but as well laugh than... at them. I mean, because they want you to be scared. They want you to be intimidated. And nothing, few things upset these government people more, these officious bureaucrats more, than being laughed about, than being poked fun at, and having their processes, their serious processes, not taken seriously. It's very upsetting to <laughs> Yeah, you know, it is, it is really silly, like as if you're trying to steal the identity of another guy with the, with the same name as yours, only, you know, his, his name doesn't, begins, his middle name begins with W, but it's not the same as yours. I mean, I just don't know what they're trying to prove. Jay, anything else you want to share real quick? I, I don't know either, but anyway, like I said, what we're going to do, we're just going to go to another county so we can find an uh, agency, some, somebody there is more friendly or more kind in general. I mean, why couldn't the people welcome, number one, why couldn't they welcome us to North Carolina to start with, okay? <laughs> why couldn't they done that, yeah? But like right. I said, this thing is just ridiculous. I thought, you, you know, you're your listener. Thanks for sharing that tonight. It. I really appreciate the story. Yeah, welcome to North Carolina. Now bend over and obey. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Oh, I, always pay up. Love, I always love the signs when you drive in on the interstate to, uh, to, to, you know, any state generally, except for New Hampshire mostly. But, um, you know, they, they've got the welcome to... Whatever state, mm-hmm. and then make sure to buckle your state belt. Uh, you know, dumping is a five hundred dollar fine. Yeah. Driving with a uh, while intoxicated, you know, just the, they fireworks have, are prohibited. Yeah, threat after threat after threat. You know, on a sign right after the welcome to. Let's continue with your phone calls, Roger. Listening in Yakima to KBBO. Hello, Roger. Yes. Hey, what's on your mind? Today? I, uh, I'd like to talk about my father-in-law, who's in his nineties now. He retired at uh, sixty-two, and at least uh, three or four times in the last couple, three decades, he has been pulled over by officers of the law, state, city, county, and uh, he says, uh, well, don't write that ticket in a dollar amount. Just write how many days i got to go to jail. <laughs> and 
he's walked away from two of them. He went to court twice, and they, they said, well, you're really serious about this, aren't you? And he said, yes, I am, and he walked away from those as well. Wow. Yeah, you know, they really, they just want, uh, oftentimes, they really want the money. They don't want to put you in the jail and have to pee, and have to feed you bologna sandwiches for three or four days. And, uh, you know, that's what it it oftentimes comes down to. Uh, when I get when I get a ticket, I don't, I, I attempt to not fight it. If you're in some other to state. To not fight it? Excuse me, to not pay it, but to fight it. Um, but if I'm in some other state or something like that, I'll often just go ahead and, and do it. But, um, you know, that, that's it's kind of what you have to do is you have to go in with the idea that eh, I don't mind uh, county jail for three or four days. Well, he, he actually told a judge one time, he says, uh, uh, just just tell me how many days it is. He says, I brought my toothbrush. And uh, they, they threw it out. Seriously. And uh, st- stay patrolling. Uh, following too close. Stay patrolling. Stop. And he said, just tell me how many days. And uh, and uh, I love it. he didn't he didn't even get the ticket. So oh, it's incredible. That is incredible. I love that approach. I have never heard that one. before. I haven't either. I, I, I <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, well, the cops I, are going to be completely bewildered with that. I mean, they've never heard someone say that to them before. If somebody were to take that approach, they don't know. No, they wouldn't well, know what he, to say. He did. I'm so proud of him, and I wish uh, more of us had the courage. I'm not sure I do, but. Uh, I wish we had the courage to do that. Well, let oh, me you tell paid you for that jail. You might as well go li- live in it for a couple of days. <laughs> Great story, man. Thank you for calling. I know you were on hold for a little while, and thanks for calling back with that. It was well worth it, and I appreciate uh, hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Wow, yeah. I love it. That's yeah. great. And by the way, as far as the courage is concerned, courage is contagious. When somebody stands up and acts like a free human being. It's easier for the next person to stand up. Yeah, and does something like his dad did. It shows the way. It shows the path is clear, that it's not as scary as they want you to think that it is. And if you're willing to accept whatever those consequences are, like his dad was, he was willing... I got my toothbrush. Let's go. Uh, you know, you, you can't do anything. Or like the guy that was in the Laos, uh, or Laos uh, prison, yeah. you know, prisoner of war there. There's nothing that could scare that guy. He's been through the worst. Yeah. So Probably broke his legs. Once you accept what could come, they don't have anything over you anymore. As long as you have come to that point where it's like, okay, whatever. You do, do what you must, but I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to enhance your ability to do this to somebody else by voluntarily giving of my money that I've worked hard for to give to you and your bureaucratic system so you can just keep on rolling this ball, snowball down the hill, and keep you know, picking people up in it and ruining their lives. I'm not going to play a part in it. Go ahead. Put me in jail. They don't have anything over you at that point. You will not be rehabilitated by uh, spending that time in jail because you wanted it. It's just so powerful. It's such a powerful position uh, from which to come. And taking the position like that encourages others. So that's what we've seen happen here in New Hampshire. As liberty-minded people have come here, there's a lot of political success that has been going on, and we can tell you about that later. It's incredible that the, the political successes have been great. And hopefully these two tactics will combine together, where on one hand, you've got uh, people doing non-cooperation and civil disobedience and kind of gumming up the system. And on the other hand, the political guys trying to make the system less aggressive in the first place, so fewer people have the chance at all to even gum it up uh, so i hope they really start to to gel i think over over time but my point on on courage is that uh, you've got to set an example for people well, i love the the, the the way he says i brought my toothbrush 
Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> if, if you're standing in a courtroom or you're standing there with the, uh, you know, with the police officer, you've got the toothbrush as a. You uh, could probably get that through security. As a prop. Yeah. There you go. That's incredible. But I mean, yeah, you've got to show If you go to court with, for a ticket and you bring your toothbrush with you, well, you know, it's, <laughs> it says to them, look, I'm not writing you a check yeah. today. Yeah. I love it. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. And when you stand up, other people will see that they can stand up, too. And then when more people stand up, that'll encourage more to do so. And then we'll have the snowball effect. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Talk live. Moments remain. Enough time maybe for your call and thoughts. If you're already on hold, then uh, you might have a chance. If you're not, well, you might have to wait until Monday night uh, when we'll be back to do more of this stuff. We do it all the time. You can, of course, visit us online at freetalklive.com. And if you like this show, become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. AMP means that you send in 3 bucks a month via any major credit card through PayPal or Visa MasterCard right on our website. We take that money and reinvest it into the show, get on more great radio stations across the country, bring more Internet listeners on board and expose new people to the ideas of liberty, and at the same time, expose ourselves to really great ideas like that last call, man. I, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, so I think I might even make a blog post about that at freekeen.com because it was so brilliant. Um, anyway, so yeah, you can go to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up there, and get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, AMP-only podcast, and more. Again, amp.freetalklive.com. You know, if you get a, if you get a ticket like this guy was talking about, another thing that will help you out is jurisdictionary.com. It's a course that I have got, taken and gotten. Uh, it's just a, it's four CDs, and it will show you how to move the court, how to get evidence, how to make motions, and all the things that you need to do in order to you know, make it in court because you can't just wander in and expect things to go well for you. Jurisdictionary.com gives you the information that you should have been given in school. This is like uh, this is this is the education you should have got in the legal system. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It works in all 50 states, the federal courts. As a matter of fact, it works in uh, courts all around the world, any of them that are based on the English common law system. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. And it's so easy, the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. Again, it's Jurisdictionary.com. Let's go back to your phone calls about what you want. Ladies first, Lee is listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Lee. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Just super, Lee. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I, I really, I guess I just need your opinion I own a piece of property that's been in my family since 1839. Mm. And over the years, it has been sold to one person, and then we managed to buy a piece of it back. Okay. Well, about 40 years ago, the road went from a dirt road to a two-lane road, and through that area, it has now become the main highway. And that road separates half of my property from the other half. Okay. And the other half is on the river. And for 
30 years we have been trying to stop people from trespassing on our property. Mm-hmm. And the cops would never come out because cops are elected, okay? The sheriff's elected. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to go out and run off any of the local folks. Mm. They want to be able to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Well, finish. now they're suing me. And Who's they? Well, the attorney, the county attorney for that county has filed a lawsuit and oh, put an ad in the paper wanting people to come forward who have been using the property. They say they're going to take it by prescriptive easement. Yeah, they're going to say that because uh, people have been getting away with using it for so long that it is now public property. Oh, my gosh. The effectively well, see, public property. Right, but see, the sheriff would never come out and run people off. Yeah, right, yeah. It's, it's, for years, that's what we tried to do. Wow, so even then, though you tried to use the system that was supposedly set up to so-called protect you, uh, they're now turning it against you and uh, saying, well, you, you haven't run these people off on your own, so it's ours now. Well, we would go down there and run them off, and then some of them would gang up on us and threaten oh to God. beat us up. And wait a minute, I'm 60 years old. Oh. For the last four years, I've been down there personally telling people that they can't be on the property. I have been spit on. Mm. I had one woman threaten to beat my bleep bleep. Mm -hmm. I had another man try to run over me in a truck. Jeez. And do cops do anything? No. They come out and they take a report. And and the people are still there. Mm. But then again, the sheriff has told the cops that my calls are the last on the list. Yeah, lowest priority. Right. So you guys got any... Jeez. I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, this is. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, you know, I think that the Get only out of there. the only thing you can do, and this is not going to be cost effective, is to hire a security company that would somehow keep people off. But uh, you know, it's 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 pathetic. I mean, these people that you're forced to pay. I don't know how, how much how much do you pay in property taxes just on that one piece of property that they're not protecting. Oh please! Oh please! We're looking at, oh, at least $200 a month. Jeez. So but two, now let me tell you something. $2,400 just, just, yeah, a year. Be, before you, before you go yeah. on, imagine if you had that $200 a month back. Now, do you live on this property? It's a vacation property. Yeah, it's, it, it, so you don't even live there. You're paying uh, that $200 a month is going to pay for police services, schools you don't use, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. If you had that $200 that you don't use, if you had that $200 a month back, you could actually hire a security company that would, in fact, keep people off that property. Oh, well, let me tell you something that's really, it's only one acre. But if they get what they want, my property will be worthless. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody will buy my property. Yep. Right, well, because, because there will be hundreds the... of people that they would have to deal with in their front yard. Yep. They're going to take the part of the property that's by the river, too, right? So the most right. valuable yeah. part. Right. Right. That's the Gosh. part they want. That's what's valuable. Well, the, the there is no solution it, here. I mean, the, who... re- the reason they want it is because a tubing company wants to get out there. Oh, really? And that's his friend who's the county attorney and suing me. Jeez. So, I mean, they're trying to take it away from us. We've had it for, like I said, over mm-hmm. 150 years to give it to a business. You know, your story rings very familiar. We had a lady call, and, and thank you for the call tonight, by the way. 
Your story rings very familiar. We had a lady in Maine have a similar situation where the good old boys were working against her. And, yeah. you know, it's just, what do you do in that situation? Right. You're not and, in the in crowd, and so right. you're screwed. And you look at this situation, people say, well, you got to pay property taxes. I mean, how else are, you know, is X going to get done? Well, look at this. This, this lady's paying for government protection for her property, and they're doing exactly the opposite. Tell me that these people aren't simply the most successful organized crime syndicate in that given geographic area. Yep. That's Sitting really that's all. all they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, the government, whether you like it or not, the government is organized crime that flies flags out in front of their offices. So sad. There, all you could do in that case is, like you said, like you said, Mark, hire a security company, but that's not going to stop them from selling the property uh, or well, taking the property or the, hire the, an attorney. The, and the, then the prescriptive easement they would have to show in a, uh, a court of law, assuming that this isn't you know part of the the good old boy network too. And I absolutely believe that they are, but they have to show that she wasn't that she was allowing people to go on mm-hmm. the property. If she was attempting to get people off over time, then yeah. they wouldn't be able to do that. Maybe get a, a video camera out, and it would, next time you chase people off, that way you could show that in court. But you're right, Mark. If the court's being run by one of the good old boys who plays golf with the other guys, then uh, that's that. Case yeah. closed. You You're know, done. Uh, uh, if the, if you could hire a private uh, private security company, guy comes out there with a little fake badge and um, you know their little security badges and a gun on his hip, he's not going to have the problem that she did. Let's continue here, uh, see if we can get a few more thoughts in. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. I would say the only thing you can do there is get the heck out. I mean, they, she's not even living there, so that's sad, good. Sad, sad, uh, But when, when the Family's odds are... on that property for 150 years. Yeah. When, when the odds are against you like that, when the, the old boys are against you, there's nothing you can do. They've got control over the men with guns, and they win. So get together with other like-minded people if you love the ideas of liberty, and then maybe we can change this situation. But it's not going to happen next year, and it's not going to happen the year after that. Uh, it's going to take time. We continue, though, with uh, let's talk to, I believe we've got Steve listening in Charleston to WVTS. Hello, Steve. Steve in West Virginia. Yeah, buddy. Hey there. Go ahead. How you doing, man? Sir, what's on your mind? Well, there's a lot of people that make a whole bunch of money during the year. And, you know, I understand a lot of people have lost their jobs recently and they can't make bills and can't make ends meet. And people are on unemployment and blah, 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 things of that nature. I just called in to put in my two cents. Okay. Because I've been making less than $20,000 in my entire adult life, professionally. Wow. And I'm raising two kids, and I have a wife. Wow. And she does not work. Whew. I have absolutely no government assistance. I have never had government assistance. There's always food on my table. There's always water in the spigots. There's always juice in the electric. And there's always something to eat. It's impressive. Are you very frugal? <laughs> uh, intensely. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, we um, we we spend our money where it needs to be spent. You, you no imagine thrill. you spend what you earn, and you don't, or you you save. You have some savings, or you don't spend beyond what you earn. You don't have. Uh, do you have debt? Uh, not anymore. I actually just finished paying off my debt about a year ago. Absolutely great. What now? What was the debt? Was it credit cards, or did you have your own house? Actually, it was. Uh, I hate saying this because it's a stereotype. People from West Virginia, but I have a trailer. <laughs> hey man, they're cheap. Hey, hey you know, you're, exactly. living, you're living cheap somehow, and you know, it doesn't does it really matter what uh, you know are, what kind of domicile you live in. We're short on time. Are you living in a trailer park or on your own uh, property somewhere? I've got two acres of my own. I've paid Perfect. for it. Paid twelve thousand dollars for the trailer. Got an old car that works fine, That's and everything's the way to working go. great. That's the way to go. If you're gonna have a trailer, get it out of that park because uh, parks are just gonna suck you dry. Uh, suck you dry from cash. We're out of time. I wish we could talk to you more. Call us back on Monday night. We'll talk to you then. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend.
You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. <laughs> 